In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Okay, I promised it last week, and I've told a couple of you guys, little ones, that we'll have a kids' homily today. So, when we have kids' homilies, I love to have the kids come up. I was surprised Atza hadn't heard, because usually he's like scooching during the gospel reading, scooching in toward the middle. This one, I'm going to have some questions to ask you. I'm going to give you something really simple that you can do this week, especially with your families. And so, and actually, for those of us, for those of you who don't have kids at home, there are some things that you can take away and put into practice at home as well. So, we just had two readings. Two readings, and I know you do them down in the church school. The first one is the epistle reading, which is a letter. Letter. Epistle is a letter, and the gospel reading is about the life of Jesus. Yes, thank you. We always have those two things. We have the teaching that comes from the epistle, and we have the writings of, from the life of Jesus, the epistle and the gospel reading in the service. And uh, today, in the gospel story, like Jesus often did, he told a parable. Do you guys remember what a parable is? What's another word for a parable? Stasi, can you think of one? Yeah, Athena? A story, yeah. He tells a story. Yeah, Sam? A story that teaches a lesson. Yeah, that's exactly, I've actually said those exact words before, and that's what it is. It's a story that teaches a lesson, and Jesus used a lot of parables in his teachings with people. So, the people in the story, it's good to remember that the people in the story are people that he made up, or characters that he made up, that we can learn something from. So in this one, Jesus told the story about a man who went on a journey, When he went on a journey, he left his three servants with something. Do you remember what those three servants were left with? Yeah. Yeah. Talents. Okay. Talents, which is um, actually a kind of money. Some money he left them with. One of them he left with five. The other one he left with. The other one he left with one. Okay, good. You guys were paying attention. And so he gave them these talents... These coins, we could say, and he gave them a test. He went away and he came back. Two of them took the money and used it well. The one who had five at the beginning with, how many did he end up with? Ten, because he doubled the amount he had. The person who had two, how many did he end up with? Four, because he doubled the amount that he had. What about the person who had one? How many did he have at the end? One. He had one. Yeah, good job. He buried. He buried it. That's right. Good. You can give the homily next time. Better than me. You're very right. He had it. He buried it. And then it was taken away from him because he didn't use it well. The two of them 
who used it well and worked hard ended up with more money, more talents. And Jesus, uh, Jesus, the, um, the man, the, the master in the story, he said something really important to them. He said, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. Is that a good compliment? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good compliment. I would want you know, my master to say that to me. The third one was scared, and he knew he shouldn't give the money away or lose the money that he had. So I see that they call it the lazy servant. Yeah. Nice. So they found it in a little picture Bible. They call it the lazy servant in this picture Bible. So the lazy one, he knew he shouldn't use it or give it away, so he buried it. And held on to hit it until the master returned. And then he gave it to the master. And do you know what the master said? He called him wicked and lazy. A wicked and lazy servant. He didn't say, oh, nice job for holding on to that for me. Thanks. Has a little dirt on it, but that's okay. You know, no, he said, you wicked and slothful. Like a sloth that moves really slow. Lazy, when you say people are slothful, it doesn't mean that they're cute and slow. It means they're lazy. Okay? So he called them wicked and slothful. And, he, and then he sent him away. He said that he was a bad servant. He said that the man didn't do a good job, but he did a bad job. So remember, this is a parable story that Jesus told to teach a lesson. So why do you think he would tell a story about people who had money? You think it, why do you think money had anything to do with his story? Any ideas? Yeah, Stasi? Hmm? Yeah. It's, re- it's even simpler than that. I'll tell you why. It's because people deal with money all the time. And they think about money a lot. And so he used things that people would be thinking about. That they would understand. Money. So the people cared a lot about money, and so they could understand what he was talking about. For you guys, it might be, instead of the parable of the talents, it could be the parable of the stuffed animals. Or the, uh, you know, the parable of the, um, the candies. Or the parable of the Disney World tickets, or something like that. Although it makes sense, because money is something that, that they could use you can use money to make more. You can't really do that so much with stuffed animals or candies, maybe unless you trade them or something like that. But uh, yeah, you can trade up. Oh, I've never heard that. Okay. That's an that's a, that's a elementary school subculture, trading up candies. So, oh, you're not, you don't, you're not allowed to. We're not allowed to. So, um, But do you think that Jesus cares so much about the money? Do you think the money, the fact that there was money in the story means, whoa, he means that we should have money and whatever amount of money we have, we should just double that money. No, not really. I don't think so either. Not so much. He's telling a story in a way that people could understand, a way that would make them think about it. I like the fact that he uses the the word talent here for this money because talent can also mean Something else. Talent. Talent can mean coins. But what, what kind of things do you think of when you think of the word talent? Talent, just say, you can say it. What you're good at. What you're good at, yeah. And 
what you're good at. Okay? Abilities. Skills. What are some of the talents and abilities that people have? What would you call it? That's a talent that that person has. Yeah. Playing piano. Playing piano. Mm-hmm. Mirko. Juggling. Juggling. Yeah. Gymnastics. Gymnastics. Drawing. Drawing a couple more. Playing the violin, playing music, instruments. Do you have one, Travis? Uh-huh. Yeah? What's a talent that you can think of? Uh, painting. Painting? Nice. One more. Dancing. There are all kinds of talents, of gifts and abilities that people have. Um, and the talents or the money in the story today are like the talents, the, the gifts, skills, and abilities that, that we have. Um, but do you think a person's more important because of the number or the kinds of talents they have? Would that make someone better or more important? No, I don't think so either. So I want to mention something important. Okay? Because what we could do is we could think, okay, if I have talents or special abilities, that makes me more valuable. That's not the point. What I want to say here is that Everyone, and you guys know this, but I have to say it. It's good to hear it from the priest, too. Okay? Everyone is special. Everyone has unique abilities. Everyone has things they like to do and things they can do. They have things that they're good at. This is a part of who we are. We all have different things that we like to do. But I want to tell you about some talents that I think that we all have. Some talents that I think that we all have the ability to work on. And this is where the little challenge for this week is going to come. This week and hopefully beyond this week. Ones that I think Jesus wants us to work on. The kinds of talents that anyone can have. Not just kids, but adults too. So that we can become a a good and faithful servant. Like he said in the parable. Have you ever heard of the fruit of the Holy Spirit? You ever heard of the fruit of the Holy Spirit? I only saw like two nods. Okay, three. Yes, have you? Okay, good. All right. The fruit of the Holy Spirit. Can any of you name them? Can you name any of them? Can you name one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit? Anyone? No? You can just say it if you can think of any. It's not an apple. It's not a banana. It's not a pear. Hmm? You can guess something. Love. Love is the first. The fruit, they're called the fruit of the Holy Spirit because... When a tree grows and it grows well, something comes out from it. Fruit. Fruit. And then the fruit produces, it gives life and nourishment. And so we can become like trees that bear fruit. And when we bear good fruit, it's called in the epistle of Paul, St. Paul to the Galatians, he calls it the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So these are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Now you say it. Okay, no, repeat after me. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Okay. So I have another question for you then. What happens when you plant a seed? Okay, thank you. Hopefully, hopefully. When you plant a seed, you you hope it grows, but in order to help that seed to grow, you have to what? Water it, 
Make sure it gets plenty of water. Make sure it's, you put it out in the sun. Um, if it's in a pot, as they grow and the roots take up more space, can it live in that little pot forever? You have to transplant it. You have a pot saw? I have a bonsai. A bonsai, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, a bonsai, it can stay in its... It's a different... Okay. Well, we're making some general guidelines here. So, and as it's... Here's one other thing about growing a plant, okay? As it's growing, does it just... You plant the seed, you water it once, and then... There it is. Huge. Fruit-bearing. No, it takes time, takes patience in order for something to grow. And so for the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which I'm calling, these are like the talents that we have the ability to take and develop and multiply even in our lives, are things that can develop in us like a seed that God has planted in us that we can water and sun and patiently wait and work on and help grow in our life. It's the very same thing with our life. God's planted a seed in our life. His love. From the very moment that we were made. His love was there. And just like a plant. Though within us. As we get older. It won't grow. If we don't take care of it. The seed of God's love. Of his life. Deep within us. When we take care of it. It grows and it becomes bigger. And it increases just like the talents given to the servants in today's gospel reading. So when we choose to follow God, we're able to see certain talents that grow within us. And these are not talents like gymnastics and drawing and piano. These are ones that we can actually all have. The fruit of the Holy Spirit. When we realize that God loves us and we want to follow Him and be more like Him, we can work on these talents in our lives. Love. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. And uh, as these things grow, we become more loving. We become more joyful, more peaceful, and more patient. More kind and more gentle. Have, we have more self-control. Does it seem to you like it would be good for us to have that kind of fruit in our life? No? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know, we're almost done. This is getting long. Well, it, has to, it has a flavor that transcends the flavors of the world. Like a milkshake, better than a milkshake even. It's better than a milkshake. But uh, anyway, all of you have been given talents. All of you have been given God's grace. All of you have come to know that Jesus loves you so much. And... Uh, Here's what I want you to work on this week. Here's what I want you to work on. Every day this week, and it might take more than a week, because there's more than seven of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Every day, say out loud the fruits of the Holy Spirit together. Okay? It's in parents, for those who are listening, Galatians 5. Look it up, write it out, print it out, put it on the fridge or in the prayer corner. But say it together at some point. You can just say it at a random time or you can add it to your prayer time. But work on memorizing the fruit of the Holy Spirit until you know them by heart. 
When you know something by heart, when you have it memorized, you can go back to it. You can refer to it and think about it. You don't have to have the book in front of you all the time. Because the book is, you can read it even with your eyes closed when you memorize something. Yeah, I know. It sounds pretty intriguing, doesn't it? That's one of the benefits of memorizing, especially holy teachings and passages from the Bible. So I'm encouraging you, memorize, memorize the fruits of the Holy Spirit so you know them by heart. And each day, parents, kids, each day I want you to talk about one of them. Love. Tomorrow, start with love. And talk about just a little bit, what do we think love is? And what's an example of our experience of love? On any given day. Maybe at the end of the day. The next day move on to joy. What do we think joy is? And did you experience joy today? What was it like? How do you work on having joy in your life? Peace on Wednesday. One day at a time. One fruit each time. And But say all of them together until you memorize them. Also, when you get frustrated. When you get in an argument. When something goes wrong, this is my next challenge. Think about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And how if you were thinking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit at that time and using them, would you have done things differently? Would you have gotten in that same argument? How could you use them to change the way that you act? To be more like Christ. So just like the talents in today's gospel reading, I want to say God has given us all the ability to to have these specific talents, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And then all of your special and unique abilities that you have, like drawing, painting, dancing, those unique to you, those actually become more meaningful to you when They're done by someone who has the grace of God in their life. You find a deeper meaning and a greater joy in the things that you do. He's given us all his ability to have his love, his joy, his peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. So we want to take these teachings and to make them a part of our lives. Take these words and talk about them. Talk about them a lot. So Having lots of money, having lots of stuff... That's not what he was talking about. That's not as important. What's more important? What's more important? That we're faithful to God. That we're faithful to God. And we strive to be more like Him. Okay? Do you think you can do that challenge this week? You might have to remind your parents. And your parents might have to remind you. But let's do it. And then, once you have them memorized, find me. Come up to me. And say them to me. Maybe I'll find a little like special icon or something that I can give you. A little gift when you say the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Okay? What's that? That'll take forever? I don't think so. No. Yeah, it'll take short. If you work on it hard. Alright. So, I'll pray for you as you're working on memorizing the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And I'll check in on you, okay? I'm going to ask you. And if you only know one the first time, that's okay. Then I'll ask you if you know two. And then we'll go through. And eventually you have all of them. You can see I said them so many times throughout my life. 
that they're just there now. Like, memorized, almost coming from my heart rather than my mind. And that's how we want it to be for our lives. Okay? So, may God grant us to take the true talents and to double them and to triple them and multiply them so that we would be more like Christ and so that the world will know Him too. And that they may glorify Him always, now and ever, and to ages of ages. Amen. Thank you all. God bless you guys.